0: as alaikum everyone, Yasin here and in today's episode I have a little bit of a different one. So a buddy of mine, Arif and I, we were chatting back and forth and we really got into some really deep and nice discussion. And I thought I would go ahead and clip off the audio of that and make it a part of the podcast. And just to give you guys an introduction before you jump into this conversation so that it doesn't feel like you just jumped into the middle of a party that uh, you're like, what's going on here? So at this point, we had basically been talking about the podcast episode that I had released uh, two podcasts ago that was talking specifically about the and we really dived into some of the awesome things I think you'll enjoy about this uh, audio bite. Is that we really dived into why it why it is exactly that this understanding of the really resonated with Arif, and why he feels like it's so beneficial for other people as well, and why it is exactly that. Islam nowadays hasn't really kept up with the times in order to resonate some of these core basic concepts that we know conceptually but we don't always practically understand and so I think that's what really ended up resonating with him uh, in that podcast episode as well as a number of other brothers who gave me feedback about that and so I hope you guys enjoy this little snippet Um, it's a little bit longer it's about 19 20 minutes but i promise you there is some awesome 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 nuggets and some definitely awesome brain food in there as well that we dive into um some of the sahaba times what kind of evolution humans have gone through over the last couple thousand years and uh really how we can improve our understanding of our deen um properly so hope you guys enjoy you gotta have to you don't understand this concept (laughs) you're asking me too much of the how like you got like right like, now now that I have that, that reference point, when anybody ever asks me, like, how, mm-hmm. I just say, like, boom, my friend, this is practical understanding of tawakkul. You're not mm. having tawakkul at this exact moment.
1: Right, right, right.
0: Because I think that tawakkul is one of those concepts that people are like, oh, yeah, I got it. I'm, I'm good for the rest of my life. But right. the truth is, is tawakkul is actually work. Like, right. it requires, like, every time your brain says how, you have to be like, no, tawakkul.
1: Right. No, and, and I think, you know, I think, again, like we said before, a lot of stuff, like, it's really important for to have these conversations, um, and again, put labels on things and put references and anchors on on these terms and concepts because I think a big part of the problem is that as non-Arab speakers, you know, we have this word, thalakal, for example, and we understand it as a certain concept, like oh, this is what means—trust in Allah, right? But I guess maybe part of the disconnect is that the Arabic language is so deep, um, and, you know, has so many different kind of angles that maybe some people like, you know, back when it was, these concepts were or initially revealed and, and explained, like, because they understood the language in a different way. They like, they like encompassed all of it, maybe. Um. I don't know. That's just a thought, and and that's why for us, like like you're saying, like having that how and these things that we can understand in our language, in in our actual minds language, I think kind of helps to frame stuff a little bit better. It's probably why most of the Muslim world is really messed up because even the Arab speakers don't really understand Arabic much anymore. So maybe <laughs> I don't know.
0: Well, I think I I don't know. I mean, my argument to this, like um, my take on this, I was thinking about this the other day, was mm-hmm. that the beauty of Islam is that it evolves according to the context that is required of the time period. Right. And so, like, there was a time where the ulama, they were all what they were all debating was, like, like, whether or not the Quran was created or not. And, like, hmm. uh, Imam, um, Imam Abu Hanif, he was put into jail because of the concept of, like... But that was... A, that was a, Imam Ahmed uh, Ahmed. Ahmed, Imam Ahmed Bo- yeah. Oh, they were both. Oh, both okay, of yeah. them, yeah, at, at different, yeah. different times. And so... Um, and then uh, you know you can think about like okay nobody's even debating that in today's time sure and so i think genuinely maybe these are discussion points that have never even been questioned in the history of this, like to say that keifa if i ask how mm-hmm. that is a element mm-hmm. of maybe, that, maybe i don't know I don't, i've never I've, I've never heard anybody talk about it in that lens it just came mm-hmm. to me and that's why i talked about it in that lens because sure, it seems sure. appropriate to the, pe- the people that i'm talking to now
1: mm-hmm.
0: And so genuinely maybe like the, the concept of, cause you know, the, the times change and the way people think change and like, there's so many differences. Maybe the Sahaba never even had to like, because in this world, we're so how oriented. We're like, okay, you gotta mm. give me the blueprint. Tell me how I'm going to do this. Like if I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I feel like thousands of years ago, people didn't really ask like, you, you know, know and, and,
1: it, and it might be, it might be, and it might be a, a result of the times mm-hmm. of like, because we have so many resources and so much knowledge that these basic questions of who, the, what, what, what are we going to, how are we going to do it? Which, which Avenue are we, to, what, what tool are we going to use? All these questions come up because we, because the general public, the general person knows that there's like so many ways something can be done or X, Y, and Z, or so many ways that something can go wrong or whatever in a sense. Right. Um, you know, it might even be to the, that these 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 generic questions of who, what, when, how, or why need now need to be tied back to these notions of duaqul or iman or that's your that's your apida or whatever like that. And those those generic things need to be tied to generic concepts or, or, or over overarching questions need to be tied to, to overarching concepts. I don't know. It's an interesting.
0: Uh, that's that's, that's what my gut feeling tells me is that these issues have never been issues before because like mm. we live in a world now that is so hyper like wanting like they, they're, we're all about planning we're all about looking into the future like because of the fact that we have such a comfort level like the level of right. um, standard of living that we have versus <laughs> People 100 years ago or 200 years ago, bro, they're like, bro, I don't know if I'm going to live to see next week because I might get eaten by like an animal or something, sure. right? Or like, you know, medic- like like we're, we're talking about thousands of years ago. People thought like, you know, they don't understand germs or they didn't understand like how like, like antibodies work or like medicine or like none of sure. that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, they didn't have the luxury to ask questions like how or when or right. <laughs>
1: Right. No, and that's what I'm saying. I think, like I said, like it might, it's not, you know, instead of, mm-hmm. I think maybe in the lens of like for messaging or even thinking, like it's not even like, you know, cause every, like, you know, it's very popular to say, oh, we're so messed up now. And we're so this and so how about we're like this, they were so better and pure and obviously, obviously better and pure and stuff yeah. like that. But I'm saying like, like in terms of, again, the, the notion of Islam always fitting within the times, but not it's not necessary for it's not necessary to, I guess, plant um, the lessons or the questions within each time frame, mm-hmm. right? And that's why we have uh, scholars and FIP and stuff like that that do understand these concepts that do change with the times in a sense. Um, and such as I guess the framing and paradigm of these concepts need to, I guess, kind of the concepts do change, but the understanding or the the messaging of those kind of change with the times because, like you said. The standard of living, the basics, the basic human being is way different than it was the basic human being back then. Yeah. Especially in the West. Like, we're not talking about like any like villages and, you know, even because there are people nowadays who are living still very, very simply and very, very much like that. Uh, We're not, that's not the discussion. Discussion is within the developed slash semi developed world, Um, you know, first, second world countries, really. Um, especially in, in the west where it's like you said the basic standard of living and the basic standard of knowledge is higher right like you said the notion of germs the notion of the, like you know just different things of how the world works electricity yeah electricity like... like the earth being round you yeah. know and like you know like navigating to space like you know like i guess like the notion of space travel is like just something like oh like we were, like, 90%, like, you know, 50% of the world is, like, we're born into space travel. Like, oh, we already went to the moon, like, before I was born. Yeah. Like, what? Like, that's not, like, like that's not, like, a fathomable to someone a thousand years ago. Yeah, totally. So, I guess, in that sense, the the who, what, where, and when, why, those, those questions need to be, are asked more. Because, by nature, maybe we've evolved to be more analytical.
0: Yeah.
1: So, but the good there's good and bad in that i guess and the bad can be that sometimes it's paralyzing i guess maybe i
0: mean I that's what like, it's like a double-edged sword right because back mm-hmm. then there were so many things that could have been good or bad too right like your your father dies because he had like pneumonia and he had no pneumonia it's yeah. like <laughs> there's like a good and bad to that right it's like a blissful ignorance it's like um you know you're ignorant to certain things that we in our time have knowledge about but then at the same time, it's like, you don't know some basic things. It's like, um, some very, very basic things, you know, like, yeah. uh, I know that, um, one of my, t- my, uh, my teacher's teacher, when mm-hmm. he was growing up, he, uh, he was blind because he had something in his eye. And then his, his mom at the time washed it out with alcohol, with a uh, gasoline. And then he went blind. Right. It was like in the 19, like twenties or something like that. Right. Sure. Sure. So it's like, it's like, yeah, there's like, we're over analytical, but it's like, it, 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 i don't know if it's a strength or a weakness but there's certain things that we make up for you know
1: right right well that's what i'm saying like, it is a strength and a weakness i guess like you know and it, it it's both or obviously right like it's improved maybe our lives in a sense of in some sense but it's maybe kind of handicapped us in other senses maybe you yeah. know like yeah and it's just kind of like in that that type of discussion right
0: yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, but the funny thing about this is that it goes along with my knowledge, obsession, Islam paradigm, which I think I've spoken to you about, which mm-hmm. is basically like, if you think about the Sahaba or the Tabi'een, they did not even know the ilm of tafsir or the ilm of fiqh or the ilm of hadith or the ilm of aqeedah. Like all of mm-hmm. these uloom mm-hmm. standardized hundreds of years after the Sahaba and the Tabi'een. Right? Mm-hmm. In the capacity, if you're talking about the ilm of Tajweed, for example, it was not even a ilm. Like, there was no such thing as the ilm of Tajweed until, like, um, years, in, like, you're talking about, like, hundreds of years after the Sahaba. Mm-hmm. And yet, when we want to understand deen today, it's almost like as if there's this prerequisite where we have to study hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of books that all of these mashayikh over the thousands of years have written in order mm-hmm. for us to even be able to, like, um, say we have a working understanding of deen. Which for me doesn't make sense because the Sahaba and the Tabi'in didn't have all these hundreds of books in order to study. In fact, there's some Sahaba and the that didn't even know like some of the hadith that existed out there. That mm-hmm. are like um, like the, the basic hadith that we know. Like fasting Ayyam al abiyah, the three days in the middle of the, in the month. Right? Fasting mm-hmm. 13, 14, 15. Or like there's Sahaba that existed their entire lives that didn't even know that that was a thing in deen. Right. I'm reading Surah Al-Kahf on Friday. And yet in today's world, we judge each other on whether or not we did those things when there's (laughs) at that didn't even know it was a thing. Right. And so I think that goes along with my whole, my thing here is like my theory is that I think we we're living in this bubble now where we have this obsession over as if like we have to study all of those books and all of those, you know, hadith and all these things. When in reality, like um, those books and those times are all written for the time period. Like all the books, Imam Malik, Imam Shafi'i, all of those, their audience was the people who were like, when they were writing it, they were writing it for be exactly relevant to their people at that time. And so like, for me, it doesn't really like, I'm not saying that we shouldn't look back at the price predecessors. I know that uh, our, one of our brothers, uh, I'm thinking of maybe posting this video as like a podcast episode somewhere, I'll clip it. And like, so I, w- I won't, I won't mention name just for the sake of if we're gonna put it public. Sure. But brother that you and I know uh, very closely, he continuously mentions, pious predecessors. Right. Right. And so now of course I understand that the pious predecessors have a place in the in terms of understanding, you know, their example, but I sometimes question as to how relevant is like how they live their life. In my opinion has very little precedent over how we should be living our dunya life.
1: And Mm. so I don't know if
0: you listened to my podcast um, that I posted yesterday, but I don't think so. That's the most recent one where I'm asking where I'm actually answering the brother's question. Um, about yeah,
1: like, yeah, to that, yeah, yeah, I noticed that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I titled it, I titled it uh, the dean is not gonna tell you how to live your life.
1: Right.
0: And the the overall premise in there is that the dean only sets the boundaries of what to regulate, like the hudud, mm-hmm. but it doesn't tell you exactly like, hey, what job should I get? What should I, should right. I become an engineer? Should I become a doctor? Should I do all this stuff? And so I think for us people who are in Dean, we look into these things and we're like, okay, I think it's telling me this, this is how I should live my life. Right. And so we overanalyze and then we try and extrapolate like, okay, this is exactly what I should do in this exact moment. Right. When in reality, Islam did not come for that purpose. Islam mm. came to regulate in the same way that a government regulates like, the economy, regulates what you should do, like the the boundaries, basically. Mm. It didn't come to give you an answer of like, you should open a service business or you should open an Amazon business. Right. <laughs> like, and so I think my, my gut feeling is that we're living in this Islamic paradigm right now in this time right now that we're overanalyzing and putting an overemphasis on knowledge that is, In the olden times, when in reality, we should be taking the basic foundations and rewording them to fit our time today, which is the tawakkur concept that we were talking about. Mm -hmm. And so, I don't know who's going to do this, but maybe my YouTube channel will blow up for the sake of doing that. But that's my take on it.
1: Right, right. No, I feel you. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't disagree with you. And this goes in with the information age and like we're falling victim to that. And I think um yeah, because I think like I are saying, just to I think few I think the bubble feels like you have to have a lot of to practice at a high level. Right? It's not even to be like a practicing Muslim. They're like, oh like okay a practicing Muslim is okay, whatever, just do your basics. Right? Okay, we all get we're all there, right? Like yeah. you're you know, there's that. Um, but to like get to the get to the next level, in a sense, get to the next level, like I have to gain a lot of knowledge, yep. um, in order to practice at a higher level, um, which I guess is an interesting point because, like again, like you said to your point that you made, there is a lot of Sahaba and a lot of Tabi'in that didn't exactly have a lot of knowledge that we consider knowledge, um, but obviously they were practicing at a high level.
0: Right. Um, and that's, yeah, that's, I mean, where, that's where I feel like we missed the boat. Like we missed the boat on like, we feel like we should be studying the, the books of Imam Malik
1: mm-hmm. when you
0: don't even know the difference between Azim and subhanAllah. We don't right. even have khushu in every of our salawat. Right. Right. And the diff, and this is, I think one of the critical points that I learned somewhere along the lines, which is that the difference between a high level Olympian and the average Joe Schmo who goes to the gym, Mm -hmm. is that the high level Olympian does the basics every single time. And he never misses the basics, right? And that is the only difference. Truthfully, the high level Olympian always hits his macros. He always works out on time. He always does always the basics. And that basics is what after years and years of compounding allows us to look at like, wow, he's high level. He's not doing some magic trick or something like that. He doesn't know anything different. He's just doing the basics so consistently. That the beginner cannot even compete with the level of consistency that he has on the basics. Sure. And so I think we've forgotten this fundamental point where, like, we're trying to innovate on, like, being like, okay, I'm going to lo- go and learn the Tafsir of this surah. And I'm going to go and learn this Imam Shafi'i And I'm going to do this. And it's like, bro, just do the basics. And before you know it, you will be quote unquote advanced, not because you know some special secret, but because of the fact that you're just so consistent on your basics.
1: Mm. And then obviously, by like you said, by, and by, a, by the consistency of the basics, the quality of the basics just increases, increases, right. And that's, then your that higher your foundation and your, the real roots of foundational things are just so strong. And so, so much of a higher quality that everything else, I guess, kind of emanates from that is also of higher quality.
0: And that's the only thing that matters because if you think about it, like the Olympian, right? He shows up to the workout every single time he does it over and over and over again to the yeah. point where he's able to have the mind muscle connection when he's bench pressing, he's mm-hmm. able to have like all the basics in line, right? There's funny, there's people who are like bro science people on YouTube who probably know more about the conjugate method and like strong list five by five than even Olympians. Know. Right. But the Olympians just like, bro, all I know is I just do the bench press and I just have to make sure I'm completely focused on every rep on every set. As I'm going down, as I'm going up, I'm controlling it. I'm doing everything perfectly. I'm just doubling down on the basics and that's all I do. Right. And I think that's where we're, trucking, we're stuck in this trap as Muslims. We're like, we're, we're trying to learn all this ilm and we're not actually doing any of the basics properly. And we're not doing them consistently. enough. Yeah. So that's, that's my, that's like my, that's what I think we're like in this bubble, which there's a lot of evidence why we're in this bubble is because obviously when we even when we're taught in school, we're like, you ask the math teacher, why am I ever going to be utilizing this? Like, oh, shut up. Just learn the, you know, just right, listen. right, right. And so it makes sense why we're in this bubble. And it's not only specific to Muslimin, it just makes sense why the, the overall world and where we're going in right now and understanding of knowledge has led Muslimin to this rabbit hole that we're in right now. Mm. So anyways, that's my take on it, bro. Sounds good. I told you the Adam story, right?
1: Adam story? No.
0: Oh, like writing your name in Arabic versus uh, learning advanced degree? No. I guess we could l- close it off on this because. You know, yeah, we'll story. close
1: it off. Yeah, because I gotta go.
0: So I going to tell you this last story here. Is that um, there was one night where I was sitting with uh, with Brother Adam, wherever he is, may Allah subhanahu wa taala help him, inshallah. Um, and uh, I was asking, yo, do you know how to write your name in Arabic? And yeah. uh, what he does is he puts the the number three, mm-hmm. then he puts um, uh, number three alif dal and then meme written backwards. So like if I was to write it down, just yeah. Down. And I was like, okay, first off, bro, Ain is written the other way. It's not. An, it's like you know, three is written this way. Ain yeah. is written the opposite way. And second of off, there's no Ain in your name. It's an, it's a it's a hamza with an alif mm-hmm. So it's like it's like double. It's like first off, there's no Ain. That's not first off. Like besides the point, that's not how you write Ain. Right. And on top of that, there's no Ain in your name. So then that same night we go over to my teacher and my teacher that night is talking to us about a concept. We are writing the book at the time.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so
0: my teacher goes into like, guys, I'm going to talk to you guys today about a concept that even the ulama of the Arabic language, don't know. And so then he goes into like this whole thing for like two hours about like this huge, like advanced topic. And then he's like, guys, now you guys know at the end of this topic, even the ulama of the Arabic language at the highest levels are not even mm-hmm. aware of this that I just shared. with All right. Like, cool. So then we're leaving. And I was like, Adam, congratulations you now know the ilm that even the ulama of the Arabic language don't know, but you still don't know that ayin is written the opposite way and that there's no ayin in the name Adam. (laughs) Right. And so for me, that story perfectly encapsulates the paradigm that Mm. we're in right now. I tell Mm. it all the time, so I'm surprised I didn't tell it to you yet, but it's like, it, it perfectly encapsulates what we're doing as Muslims. It's like... We don't know the basics, but then we're searching for the ilm that even the Sahaba at the, the top of the Sahaba weren't mm. even privy to. We're like, I got that, but I don't have to show it myself. Yeah. So I just thought I'd leave it off on that because it's a funny story to tell. It
1: is a funny story. We try it out here, bro. We try it, I guess. <laughs>
0: And so that is the awesome party and deep conversation that I had with a friend of mine. And so I hope you guys really enjoyed it. I hope you guys took away some nuggets from this. There are definitely some themes that I look forward to exploring in future episodes, specifically the knowledge paradigm or the knowledge bubble that Arif and I were talking about, um, as well as just really diving into how times have changed and why it is that we as Muslims are not really keeping up with the changing of time so that we can resonate some of these basic concepts and really make them hit home for a lot of people practically. So I hope you guys enjoyed that and I'll definitely look forward to catching you guys on the next one. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa